Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. I hope you all are doing well. I, for one, am doing great. As many of you may know, in the last episode, I recently talked about moving to Virginia. I moved in with my girlfriend and her daughter. And I'll tell you what, I'm doing better than ever. I just found a new job, making a good bit of money. So I feel blessed, honestly. Like I said, I hope you all are doing well. I know it's been a minute since I posted a new episode. I'm kind of working around my daughter's schedule and a work schedule, but I will try and release new content when I can. It may not be weekly like it used to be, but it will be um, once in a while. I will release new content for sure. I just can't tell you when yet. <laughs> um, but things things have been great, you know, and like I said, I feel blessed. I feel like a new person. And for once, I could say I'm finally happy. I'm in a better place than I was. And all around, things have been great. Now, a lot has happened with wrestling recently. A lot of rumors going around. In my last episode, we talked about Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, and where he could sign next. Now, I had thought that he would debut at AEW in Rochester. That, as many of you saw, did not happen. Now, it is rumored that he could sign with Impact. Now, this is just a rumor. This isn't for sure. But this is just a rumor. But could it happen? Um, I, for one, I think he is a better fit for Impact Wrestling. He would have way more creative freedom. I could see him going to Impact more than I could AEW at this moment because of Tony Khan's PAC roster. But recently, the other day, well, maybe it was yesterday, I'm not sure, it was reported that Bray Wyatt was difficult to work with in WWE, and this is what led to his release. When I saw this, I posted on Twitter saying okay if he's so difficult to work to work with as they say then why are they still profiting off of his merchandise easily because they're making money because they have so much merchandise merchandise probably left over that they figure hey we'll make a quick buck but my question is is Bray Wyatt getting a percentage of the profit that they are making. I for one don't know. So, but it kind of irks me. You know the guy's no longer with the company. But yet. They are making money off of him. Which kind of baffles me. You know this guy was the top merchandise seller. He was the genius of WWE. During his time, in my opinion, now, as many of you can tell, I'm the biggest Bray Wyatt fan ever. I've done several Bray Wyatt episodes on here because he he's my favorite wrestler. So a lot of you may think oh, I'm the biggest Bray Wyatt mark, but you know what? 
I am. I'm proud of it. <laughs> I'm doing so many episodes with Bray Wyatt. I talk about him so much. You guys probably get tired of it, but there's so much going around about him right now. But not just him. It's his former, you know, Wyatt family family member Braun Strowman as well. He could also sign with Impact. I don't know if some of you have watched, but Braun Strowman recently called out Bray Wyatt saying, you know, come join me at the um, Free the Narrative interview. Could this be a hint that Bray Wyatt will go to Impact Wrestling? I, for one, I think this is going to happen. Now, I'm not a journalist. I'm just a fan. I'm just a podcaster. But it just seems likely now that Bray Wyatt will go to Impact. And it's crazy to say that because I wasn't saying that a few weeks ago. I wasn't saying, okay, Bray Wyatt's going to go to Impact Wrestling. I was saying Bray Wyatt's going to go to AEW. And the more I think about it, you know, AEW would be great. But when you look at um, what they've done for stars like Matt Hardy with Impact, what, what Impact Wrestling has done for Matt Hardy, imagine what they can do with Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda. So... No matter where he ends up, I wish him the best. A lot of people, a lot of people still think he could still come back to WWE. I, pretty, I, I think that's a done deal. Some people are saying that WWE will rehire him once his mental health clears, but I don't believe that's going to happen. Um, I don't think I don't believe that's to be true anyway. Um, you can't believe everything you hear. There's a lot of clickbait out there, especially on YouTube. When you type in Bray Wyatt, you'll see clickbait everywhere. Bray Wyatt's career is over. Brock Lesnar's career is over. Um, Roman Reigns is leaving WWE. That's what I've seen recently. It's it's so much clickbait just to get you guys to click. So be careful on what you're reading because there's so much news out there that fans believe and it infuriates them. And... To see this, it infuriates me as a fan because you know half of what you see on the internet is not true. But people feed into this. As wrestling fans, you don't know what to believe until you see it for yourself. You really don't know what source to believe until you see it for yourself. So whatever happens with Bray Wyatt or whatever is going on with Bray Wyatt, give it time because I believe... That he will return when he is ready. That he will return when his 90 days non-compete clause is up. Keep in mind, that still is an effect. It ends at the end of, I believe, October. I believe. Um, so, and that's in a few weeks, guys. So, we could be seeing Bray Wyatt much sooner rather than later. But I just want to get that out there just real quick because... In my last episode, I did say he would go to AEW. And it's been a few weeks since I posted an episode, so I just wanted to give you guys an update on what I read and what I have been seeing in the last few weeks. I've been pretty fairly busy, but I do keep up with the articles. I do still watch wrestling. I do, you know, keep up with the with Twitter and um, journalists and everything so I do my homework don't worry <laughs> um, I've recently read I, I read this a few weeks ago that Jeff Hardy's Willow could be a part of WWE now if you don't know Jeff Hardy's character Willow the Wisp look up Jeff Hardy's time and impact as Willow his character in, in Impact Wrestling but Willow the Wisp, 
travels way back further than just Impact Wrestling. This is a character that Jeff Hardy created when he was younger. If you don't believe me, look it up on YouTube. This is the brainchild of Jeff Hardy, something he created, much like how Matt Hardy created the broken gimmick. So bringing this character to life in WWE would be tremendous. And I, I recently posted yesterday that um, I would love to see Jeff Hardy's character Willa in WWE because right now his booking is not that great, but understand this. Jeff Hardy is a veteran. And like I've said many times, he is being used to put other guys over. Will Jeff Hardy see a world title run? I don't believe so. If anything, I could see him, you know, having an Intercontinental Championship run before his career is over. I could see him being a tag team champion. I do not see him being pushed to a world title run. And a lot of people are saying, you know, give him a, give him a push, but I just don't see that happening. Yes, that would be great, but understand, he's there to put guys over. It's their time now. Much like, much like how whenever it was his time, guys were putting him over. You know, the older guys were putting Jeff Hardy over. Um, which, which, to me, isn't a bad thing because Jeff Hardy's amazing. Jeff Hardy's had a great career. And we as fans, we should be grateful to be seeing Jeff Hardy now. They'd be seeing him wrestle. Out of everything he's put his body through. Out of, out of his past with drug addiction. You know, his stint in TNA. Victory Road. His injuries. All the high-flying moves he's had. It's amazing to see him here because of all this guy has been through. So we as fans should be grateful that we're getting to see Jeff Hardy. No, he doesn't have a world title right now, but that's not a big deal. He is here to compete, to wrestle, to put on a show for us fans. That is his job. But would I like to see Jeff Hardy's Willow in WWE? Yes, because it would be something new for him in WWE. It would be something to gain interest from fans. I, for one, would be interested in it. I know fans would be too. Because Matt Hardy's had success with the broken gimmick. And Impact Wrestling. Not so much in WWE. I mean, they tried it, but it didn't work. But I, I think... WWE would give Jeff Hardy creator freedom with the Willow character. And not use so many writers to screw the character up and do it their way, I think Jeff Hardy would do great. I think the problem with Matt Hardy's broken gimmick in WWE was that, you know, he might have had some creative freedom, but I feel like the majority of the creative freedom was from WWE, and it wasn't solely put in Matt Hardy's hands completely. Because if you compare Matt Hardy's time and impact to his time in WWE, it was completely different. Um, it, it's just a different vibe from when it was with Impact. So, would the character work? Would would Jeff Hardy's character Willow work? Yes, if they give him the freedom. And I say that a lot with a lot of wrestlers from WWE is that WWE does not give them creative freedom. Okay, not every wrestler needs a lot of creative freedom. Keep in mind, a lot of promos are scripted. Some wrestlers, you know, don't go off script. Um, but promos are scripted. You'll see some wrestlers go off script, but and, and and you know some wrestlers have more creative freedom than others to do what they want. Now, not every wrestler needs as much creative freedom. They just need to make their character work, make their gimmick work, and get it over with the fans. Um, which which Jeff Hardy is over. I mean, he he's that wouldn't be a big deal for Hardy because he is over already. We love Jeff Hardy the way he is. So bringing a new element to Jeff Hardy would be even better. 
I, for one, I enjoyed the Willow character in Impact. Because, for one, Impact Wrestling, I, I do believe, much like AEW, you probably do have, you know, creative freedom, a lot of creative freedom. But Impact Wrestling, and I criticize Impact Wrestling a lot, but but in this situation, they, they did great. With the Willow character, and they did great with the Broken Gimmick character. So... Now, I've hated on Impact Wrestling for, for several years, and I've, I've talked bad about them, but they've done some good things. I will say that. When you look at Matt Hardy's broken gimmick and how far he took that, and you look at Jeff Hardy's Willow character and how far they took that, they did well. You know, um, We even got to see Jeff Hardy turn hill. He went under, um, he had that Antichrist gimmick, and he was the TNA World Champion. We got to see that version of him. Which that led to the Victory Road incident with Sting. Um, which that brought that to an end. But I will be doing an episode on that. So I don't want to talk about that too much. But check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, TNA has done some great things. Or Impact Wrestling. Whatever you want to call it. They have. But... Um, Jeff Hardy, I, I feel, um, could do great in WWE if they if they just let him do what he wants. I feel like as long as he is putting guys over, let let him go. You know, let him have the freedom he wants. He, he's he's done his time in WWE. He 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 should have that creative freedom. Which I, I know that's not the rule, you know, that's not how things go. But a guy like Jeff Hardy, you know, he's he's been around for years. The fans are asking for something new. The fans are mad at the booking right now. The fans are mad at WWE right now. And having something new for Jeff Hardy, yes, that would save WWE's ass big time. And I also tweeted out, I said, you know, can you imagine the feud... That Jeff Hardy's Willow would have with Finn Bauer's demon get character. Can you imagine that rivalry? Can you imagine that storyline? The promos. You know, I don't think we've ever seen Finn Bauer cut a promo as the demon. Have we ever heard the demon speak? I don't believe so. If we have, please send me a video. I'd like to see it. Because we've never seen the demon character actually speak. We've seen Willow you know, speak in vignettes and TNA. But I would be more excited for the promo. The match would be great. But the storyline would be even better. I believe. It doesn't have to be much of a storyline. It could just be you know, a great match because those two could put on a match. Finn Balor is a great talent. And he's another one that I want to talk about for a second before I go back to Jeff Hardy. Finn Balor, you know, people talking about um, wrestlers who should deserve a run. If anybody should deserve a run right now, it's Finn Balor. Because keep in mind, Finn Balor was the first Universal Champion. And his run was cut short due to injury. Ever since then, he hasn't had a decent run. Now, he should have. Now, he's had a, a good run at NXT, guys. But listen, his main roster, his time on the main roster, it hasn't been that great. It hasn't. I mean, I'll just be honest. His booking, I thought that when they... They brought him back on the main roster from being on NXT. I thought his booking would be tremendous. You know, he went to NXT, you know, turned heel, had that whole Prince gimmick again. And I thought his booking would be better than what it is now. Now, you've seen what happened with Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. That booking wasn't good at all. You know, things happened. I don't know why they would book that that way, but... Honestly, I, th I think this loses credibility for Finn Balor's demon character, but 
one way to dig themselves once again out of the hole that they put them in for WWE to dig themselves out of the hole that they put themselves in would be for a Jeff Hardy Willow gimmick Willow character whatever you want to call it versus Finn Balor's demon character that would be a great way to put WWE somewhere where they can say hey we can put on a good show too or give the fans what they want and give Finn Balor a decent title run. That that would make more sense. As much as I love Roman Reigns as a heel and as a real champion, I I think Finn Balor should be, you know, the one to beat him. Now a lot of people are saying, you know, Brock Lesnar, you know, He's, he's a big baby face, whatever, but Finn Balor, man, he deserves a little more than what he's getting. I mean, if you agree, I mean, we'll talk about it. Please message me, you know, we'll, we'll have a discussion. Because I would like to talk more about this subject. Finn Balor, his time in NXT, man, he could put on a great show. Whether it's the demon character, whether he's just himself. The guy can work. But we know how the main roster books these type of characters. Bray Wyatt's a good example. They don't know what to do with these type of characters. There's only so much they can do. They don't want to overuse them. I get that. Which, they picked a, they picked a good time for the Demon Ben Bauer to return, I believe. Because it's not a character we should see that should be overused, much like Bray Wyatt's Fiend gimmick. If you see a, a gimmick for too long, it gets still. So, they picked a good time to bring it back. Because I, for one, wouldn't want to see it every week. I, for one, enjoy Finn Balor the way he is. I mean, even if he didn't have the, the gimmick at all, I, I would still like Finn Balor. Because we enjoy him without the demon gimmick. But it's good to have it once in a while. It, so, yes, I, I do think Finn Balor should have a push. I do think he's, he should be the one to beat Roman Reigns, not Brock Lesnar. Because chances are... When Brock Lesnar's time is up, he's going to disappear again. Babyface or heel, it doesn't matter. His contract, <coughs> excuse me, his contract is only good for so long. And then he's dipping out. That's, that's what he's done for years, guys. Come on. You know, I mean, many of you may like Brock Lesnar as a babyface right now, but he's not going to stick around. I don't think he will. He's here for a paycheck. He's here for that big payday, you know. He comes and goes when he pleases. It, 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 it's. Well, I mean, it's part of his contract, but still, like I said, don't don't invest too much time on Brock Lesnar because we all know how things are gonna go. So, I, I mean, I am excited for the match. Don't, don't get me wrong. I am excited to see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. But I don't want to invest my time in Brock Lesnar because of his booking with his contract and everything. We've seen him in the past, you know, disappear, come back, disappear, come back. You know, yes, he could be here for months. You know, his contract could say, you know, we'll have him for, what, a few months solid, you know, week to week. But that's only going to last for so long. So I, I don't want to invest all my time in just Brock Lesnar. If anything, WWE should keep investing in Roman Reigns. WWE should keep building Roman Reigns. He's a top hill. I like what Roman Reigns is doing. I can't complain. 
but Brock Lesnar just isn't the guy to beat him. Brock Lesnar's time is up. Roman Reigns is finally where he's at, where he needs to be as the top guy. Yes, Brock Lesnar is the babyface, but that does not mean he needs to come in and beat Roman. Just because the fans want to see it. Because what are they going to do in the long term? What are they going to do when that feud is over? Where is Roman Reigns going to be? Because they they gotta put him in that top, that top, excuse me they gotta put him in that top spot. They gotta keep him up there. They can't just bring Brock Lesnar back and, and throw him in Roman's place. That's not gonna happen. And if people think that, they're clueless because Roman Reigns is their top guy. And Roman Roman Reigns was their top guy back then. Roman Reigns went over Brock Lesnar. So don't think now it's going to be any different because we see Brock Lesnar's baby face and everybody loves it. Because nine times out of ten, Vince isn't going to give you what you want. Vince is going to do what he thinks is best for business. But for once, if, if Vince thinks that Roman Reigns should go over Brock Lesnar and this is what's best for business, then I agree with Vince McMahon. Because he is the man that is going to make that happen. They've invested too much time in Roman Reigns to have him get squashed by Lesnar. So for once, if that happens, I will say, hey look, WWE made the right decision. Which is something you probably rarely ever hear me say. WWE actually made a good decision. Because that would be what's best for business. Because you can't just think of what's going to happen now. You have to think of long term. How are they going to tell a story? How are they going to... Um, what are they going to do going forward? And a lot of times, you know, WWE will plant the seeds for something to happen. But then they don't follow through. And we're seeing that with certain characters. We're seeing that with certain storylines. You know, um... Or sometimes they'll follow through with it and it just doesn't work out. So, whatever happens at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, I, I feel like Roman Reigns is going to come out on top. I feel like they could have another rematch down the road. Keep in mind, Paul Heyman is involved. Could we see... Could we see Paul Heyman turn on Roman and become a babyface as well? I don't believe that because for once Brock Lesnar is cutting his own promos and I, I feel like the fans enjoy that. And I don't think we should go back to Paul Heyman cutting Brock Lesnar's promos for him. I think Paul Heyman is doing great with Roman. I think they work together very well. If anybody can draw heat from a crowd, it is Paul Heyman, trust me. Brock Lesnar does not need somebody to speak for him. That's that's one thing about Brock Lesnar's character, or how his booking was, that I, I didn't like, because he was not cutting promos. As much as I loved Paul Heyman on the mic, I would have loved to see... Roman Reigns, not Roman, but Brock Lesnar cut the promos. Because it's something you rarely see. Now, Brock Lesnar does not need to cut a promo to be this big monster heel. Look, if you look at Brock Lesnar's size and his athleticism, the way he is in the ring, his attitude, he plays the heel very, very well. Everything about him says complete heel. But he does not need to cut a promo. So there's a part of me that, that thinks, you know, Paul Heyman wouldn't turn on Roman. Now, we don't know what WWE is going to do because WWE is unpredictable with their booking. A lot of it much worse than good. 
I do not see Paul Heyman completely turning on Roman. They have teased it. Um, but I, I just I don't see that happening. You know, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns are just too good together. And I, like I said, I enjoy Brock Lesnar cutting his own promos. It's kind of weird, you know, because we haven't seen it in a while. Kind of weird to see Brock Lesnar cut a promo. It's it's weird to see him with this new look too. But I but I enjoy the new look. I, I enjoy the man bun. He looks like a lumberjack, you know. Um, I don't know. It, it's something new. So I, I, like I said, I'm really enjoying this. I'm 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 enjoying. The Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns stuff. But like I said, don't invest all your time in Brock Lesnar. Because chances are he's going to dip out whenever the few months is up and we're not going to see him for a good while. Because that's the way it's been for several years. Why would Niall be any different? Because he's just a babyface. Much like John Cena. Do we see John Cena very much now? He comes back once in a while, dips out. I mean... The top guy of the company, can you blame him, right? He's making movies. But why should Brock Lesnar be any different? You know, he's made his money. You know, he'll dip out as well. So, I'm not going to talk too much anymore about Brock Lesnar. Because Roman Reigns is going to come out on top. You know, I, I do wish they'd review... They'd, you know, rekindle that little feud that he had with Finn Balor, but who knows what's going to happen. You know, Finn Balor's booking, like I said, hasn't been the greatest. Now, I, I do not know if Finn Balor was drafted. You know, he could have been. Somebody's got to fill me in on that because I did miss the draft. I haven't really got to see what's going on. But... I am interested to see, you know, what they do with Finn Balor next. I am interested interested to see after this whole feud with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns is over what they do with Brock Lesnar and what they do with Roman, you know. Because there, there is possibilities for Brock Lesnar after Crown Jewel. I believe, you know, there will be a rematch after Crown Jewel. I, I do think Roman will retain at Crown Jewel. As much as I hate to say it, after Crown Jewel, I do see them wrestling again. Uh, Brock Lesnar could possibly, you know, dethrone Roman, you know. In WWE, like how they book Brock Lesnar, you know, they'll book him as a real champion. He'll disappear, come back, disappear, and come back. But that's not what we need. We don't need another champion like that. Because so many people like myself are frustrated with Brock Lesnar in his booking before when he was world champion. Because he wasn't on Raw every week. It's hard to get invested in a storyline with a world champion when they're not on Raw every week. So I would hate for them to go back to that. Having Brock Lesnar on once in a while, to me, isn't a bad thing. You know, he comes back, disappears, but as long as he is not holding a title, that's fine. Because much like John Cena, John Cena can come back, disappear, come, you know, come back and, and keep going. That's fine. You know, we enjoy seeing John Cena. We enjoy seeing him have a match once in a while. He does not have to be on TV every week. Now, if he was a real champion and disappearing, I think that would be a little more of a problem. But if Brock Lesnar doesn't win the title, comes back, and disappears again, that's fine because he won't be a real champion. We won't have to see the booking that he's had years ago as a real champion. Like I said, we don't need another champion like that. One that just disappears and comes back. We don't need that anymore. It's fine to have Brock Lesnar, you know, it's fine to have your John Cena once in a while. 
as, as much as WWE, they, they really don't need John Cena anymore. It's good to see him once in a while. Now, as for Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg's a different story. I mean, Goldberg did compete for the title not long ago. That's a problem. I, for one, I, I really don't care to see Goldberg. I, I don't care to see him in the ring. Because of how bad, you know, the first Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg match was. That match was bad. Like, really bad, man. It, it was horrible. And for WWE to run it back and think we want to see this again. I mean, I, I think people enjoyed it just to see Goldberg get his ass whooped. But we just don't want to see Goldberg compete for a title. And I was a Goldberg fan growing up, but his recent booking, you know, burying, burying Bray Wyatt like he did, didn't necessarily bury him because Bray Wyatt did climb back and, and you know, he was okay. But that booking, you know, killed killed the character a little bit. It killed his, uh, killed his momentum. Just to keep, just to keep Goldberg, you know, this big superhero or whatever. So. I, I just I have this thing about Goldberg guys that I, I just don't like, you know. Um we don't need to see him. And I've said before, as long as Goldberg don't compete for a title, that's fine, but I, I I'm kinda kinda thinking back to what I said, man. I, I just Goldberg just irks me. I, I just rather not even see him at all at the point at this point. It's just I, I just feel like there's so many stars right now that that could be facing Lashley. There's so many guys that could put on a decent match with Bobby Lashley. Because the majority of Goldberg's matches are 5 to 10, 15 minutes at the most. Less than that. They got Goldberg's son involved, which I thought, you know, was a little goofy. But that was just a further the storyline down the road. I just, uh... We don't need to see this. Out of all the part-timers, I think Goldberg is just the one we just don't need to see. You know, call, call it horse, call it what you want, guys. But Goldberg, I just, I, I could care less to see that guy. And it sucks because I was a talent of Goldberg back in the day. I, I was a fan of Goldberg. What am I saying? I don't know. But, um... I don't know, man. I, I just I feel like Bobby Lashley could be, you know, facing someone, being in a better position. This guy was world champion a few months ago. He got taken away by Biggie, you know. Guy worked so hard <coughs> to be champion for how many years? Got it taken away from by Biggie. Now he's facing Goldberg. I, I just I feel like that's a step down. And not saying Big E is not a good champion, because Big E, you know, deserves. <coughs> excuse me, got a little bit of cough there. Big E deserves it. He does. No doubt in my mind that Big E deserves what he is getting. A guy that was in the New Day for years and years and years, and people were begging for a push for Big E. Kofi Kingston got his push. It was Big E's turn, and now he got it. But for Bobby Lashley, I, I, just, I feel like his run should have been a little bit longer. I feel like they could have at least drug this out until, say, the Royal Rumble. I, I, I feel like, you know, they, they, they could have just had Big E win the Royal Rumble match and go on to, to face Lashley. I, I feel like that would be better. Um, not saying this past year, but this year coming up, I, I, I feel like that would be so much better than to do what they're doing. I, I feel like Bobby Lashley should have just had a bigger run, a, a, a better run than what he did. He's, he only had a few title defenses. Um, they had him squash the Miz, you know, he beat Goldberg, 
him and MVP were doing great. The Hurt Business was doing great. I, I just, I don't know. So, I just, like I said, I feel like this is a step down. And this is a guy that is in great shape. Bobby Lashley's in phenomenal shape as he's always been. Goldberg's in great shape too. I just don't care to see the guy. But it is what it is. You know, but we'll see what happens with Lashley, man. Um, after Crown Jewel, well, let's hope they do something better. I have seen, I have heard that the Hurt Business was back together. That is good because the Hurt Business was phenomenal on Monday Night Raw. Everybody loved, you know, Shelton, Cedric, MVP, and Lashley. We all loved that. During um, the pandemic era of pro wrestling with WWE, during the Thunderdome days that recently passed, the Thunder, the Hurt Business was one of the things that stood out for me on Monday Night Raw because a lot of Monday Night Raw was boring. I mean, it, it kind of still is, but a, a lot of it was boring, but having like the Hurt Business, that kind of stood out, I, I think, for most fans and myself from Monday Night Raw. When they broke them up, you know, we kind of seen Cedric and Shelton do their own thing, which that didn't work. I, I like Sh I like Shelton Benjamin. I, I've been a big Shelton Benjamin fan for years. Back when they used to call him the Gold Standard, you know, back when he was on ECW and he got a big push, and 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 I've been a big fan of Cedric Alexander as well. But I was a fan of Cedric Alexander before you know his hurt business days. I, I like Cedric Alexander when they had the cruiserweight division on Monday Night Raw and everything like that. Because I think Cedric is a phenomenal competitor in the cruiserweight division. The guy, you know, is a great athlete. MVP, you know, he is a great talker. He ain't the greatest in the ring. I mean, he's good. But he's a better talker. That guy can talk. And when you have a stable like that, you know, you got your muscle. You got your athleticism with Cedric and, and Shelton. Then you have your your... your such a good talker like MVP. I mean, how could you not like a stable like that? You have everything in one. And I feel like those guys together, if they bring that stable back, I feel like it would do better now than it did in the pandemic era because we have the fans back. We have the fans back in the arena. WB needs to get their head out of their ass, give the fans what they want, and go from there. Um, but we're just not seeing that. We're seeing WB stuck in their ways and doing their own thing, doing what they want. Um, but we are seeing, I mean, we are seeing NXT. A lot of people are saying NXT is great. Um, I am still standing by my opinion. When I say give it time for Vince McMahon to kill this product, people are, people are saying, "Man, it's it's so good." You know, Rick Steiner's son debuted, and he's doing great. Um, now with this draft coming up, we probably will see you know some stars come from NXT come up. Um, but I, for one, I gotta say, you know, give it time. Vince McMahon will kill this product eventually. Um, it's his booking. I, I just, I, <coughs> I feel like, I feel like NXT should have never been changed to begin with. I feel like it, it should, should have never been changed. You know, um, it was great the way it was. It was, you know, there was nothing to change about it. I mean, yes, bring in your new stars, but I don't know. <laughs> um, if, if they're going to start bringing guys up to the main roster, I would like to see, you know, Dexter Loomis 
come to the main roster. I would like to see, um, you know, some other guys like L.A. Knight. Uh, but I, I recently heard too that Cameron Grimes, they don't really see him as a um, a main roster talent, which I I, I kind of find that hard to believe because he has such a good talent in NXT. But he is another name that I would like to see come up. I am a Cameron Grimes fan, but I am an LA Knight fan as well, so I would like to see him on Monday Night Raw. People still call him LA Knight, I still call him Eli Drake, but I've, I've been a fan of his since Impact. The guy can talk. So there are many names I would like to see get a push. There are many names I would like to see come up to the main roster. Now, <coughs> I want to talk about this real quick. A, a, a name that was supposed to be getting a push soon from the vignettes they've been coming up with was Elias. Now, it seems like these plans have been dropped. Now, I just spoke of NXT a second ago. Now, NXT, they have been airing these vignettes of a mystery man debuting soon. Which was was what I saw. Um, I could be wrong, but it, 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 it did seem like a vignette of somebody that could be debuting soon. This could be Elias. This could be Elias returning to NXT. Which, if they're not going to use him on Monday Night Raw, I think NXT would be the next best option for Elias. Don't waste his talent. Because if they do, this would be another talent potentially wasted by WWE. And this is another thing that I posted on Twitter. Elias has been a great competitor. I, I think he should be at least a three-time Intercontinental Champion. That hasn't happened yet. It probably won't happen, and that's the thing with WWE is that um, they have stars, big stars, right in front of their face. They just don't know how to use them. That's one thing about AEW that I like is that they know how to use their talent. They know how to put their talent where they need to be, even with a stack roster. We are seeing Chris Jericho. We are seeing Punk. We are seeing Dan. Brian Danielson. I still want to call him Daniel Bryan. That's a habit. <laughs> I caught myself there. But we are seeing Adam Cole. You know, we are seeing all this talent being used in a two-hour show, in a three-hour show. Um, well, now, we died in like two hours. I think eight rampages in one hour, I believe. Um, but look at all the talent that AEW is using. I mean, it's a, a bigger roster as... Tony Khan has now and at a pack roster if that he sure knows how to use his talent WB they need to pay attention to what AEW is doing they need to take a page out of their book because right now Tony Khan is winning and I recently read that Rampage well, I don't know if it's Rampage or Dynamite but there will be a war with SmackDown coming soon. Well, I guess it's already here, right? With Rampage and Friday Night SmackDown. Now, I don't know if it, I don't know if they said that Raw was doing better than uh, Rampage or not. Was it SmackDown? I don't believe it could have been NXT. I don't remember, but I I did see ratings up from for. You know, WWE in general. Um, but I, I, I still feel that AEW is just a better product because they, for one, they know how to use their talent. They know how to treat their talent. And three, you know, Tony Khan is just a, a good businessman. He knows how to give the fans what they want because he is a fan himself. To where, like I said, Vince McMahon, he is a businessman. He does what's best for business. To where Tony Khan, he does what's best for the fans and what's best for business. His business. He's building his business. Brick by brick. That's what he is doing. Um, 
you know, Tony Khan, he says he doesn't pay attention to the product of WWE, but, um, which I don't really believe that to be true, but does he really need to? If I were him, I would, because how are you going to one-up them? If they do something, you can, it's like a chess match, you know, pay attention to what they're doing, pay attention to their every move, and one-up them. So I... I, I don't believe Tony Khan when he says, you know, he doesn't pay attention to the product, but as good as he's doing right now, I could, I could see that also being true where he doesn't pay attention at all, you know. Um, he's doing he's doing great just doing what he's doing. WWE, what they're doing now is, is they're taking ten, 10 steps back to where Tony Khan is taking 50 steps forward, you know. It's just... All I can say is Vince McMahon is finally getting his ass handed to him. It's 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 finally happening. And and I've said this before, Vince McMahon he needs to step down. He needs to step down. There's just something gonna happen. I mean, it's, it's just the booking is just atrocious. It's I, I don't know. I, I still, for one, can't wrap my head around the Roman Finn Balor thing with the top rope breaking. That was just goofy. The red light during the whole match. I mean, we're frustrated as fans. Imagine how the, how the wrestlers feel, Roman Reigns and Finn Balor. Imagine how they feel as competitors. Um, just insane, guys. It's It's crazy to see... What is going on? I don't know. That's pro wrestling for you, I guess. But um, <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It, it's it's been wild these past few weeks. You know, we had a few ups, a few downs, but that's wrestling for you. Um. But I hope you all are doing well. Um, kind of a short episode. I got a little bit of time left to talk. I got like nine minutes to kill. Um, I know this is kind of a fast episode. I apologize if, if it, 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 I seem kind of speedy. I was just kind of um, excited to put something new out. You know, then I had a little bit of time to myself to to put something new out. Um, like I said, these past few weeks have been hectic, guys. Um, but I, like I said, I, I do my homework. I keep up with everything because I want to give you guys good content. Whether you agree or disagree with my opinions, I want to give you good content. Now, when I post my opinions on Twitter, I get a lot of a lot of people that hate on my hate on my tweets. Like today, I said. I said about Bray Wyatt, you know, I, I, I said, you know, he's, if WWE is saying he's difficult to work with, then why are they profiting off his merchandise? Now, I don't know if WWE actually said this. I don't know what source this is coming from, but I, I could see it to be true. I could, I could see it, you know, actually being said. Who knows if this was the reason... Nobody's going to know. Um, but regardless of if it's true or not, they're still profiting off of his merchandise. The guy is no longer there. So for me, you know, it gets kind of, of of a big, you know, slap in the face it, it, to us fans when they're basically... Still selling his merchandise, but he's you know he's no longer there. So it, it to me it just kind of seems kind of shady. I don't know, but it is what it is. I I, just, I hope that Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, and yes, I still call him Bray Wyatt. I, sh I should start saying Wyndham Rotunda. I don't know, but um, it's just a habit. I hope that wherever he goes next, I hope that he finds the freedom that he has. I hope that he finds peace. Um, 
as as upset as I was when they released him, I am grateful for his time in WWE. I did. He had a good career. He had a good run as the Eater of Worlds, and the Fiend, and the Funhouse, you know, Bray Wyatt. We did see different versions that WWE had brought to life. Yes, they killed it, but they also gave us a few memories. And they are the reason we love Bray Wyatt today. So, yes, I do, you know, give WWE crap for the recent booking now, but, you know, they, they did give us Bray Wyatt. So, we have to be just a little bit grateful. We have to be grateful for what we got, you know, with pro wrestling, you know. It does have its ups and downs. It is kind of hard to watch at times. Whenever they released Bray Wyatt, I, for one, I said I would not watch WWE ever again. I was so furious watching that episode, man. It was, well, I was furious doing that episode, like, <laughs> and 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 I and I look back at it now, and it's kind of funny, you know, that I was so let down over this. But looking back, I see it now as a good thing that he was released, released from the shackles, you know. A set free because now he can he can go to Impact he can go to AEW like like Tony Khan he said uh, and I want to talk about this real quick he said that he has not been in talks with Bray Wyatt about getting signed this is another thing I tweeted out too that that I don't know got some backlash for what I said I don't know why it did but I said on Twitter that if Tony Khan was gonna sign Bray Wyatt he would not be telling anybody. He would not say, oh yeah, we, we've been in talks about Bray Wyatt being signed. He would not tell anybody. That would be stupid. Did we hear that, did we hear Tony Khan say that he was what, talking to CM Punk about getting signed? No, no. Many of us speculated CM Punk would get signed by AEW, but we weren't, nobody was ever sure. So, if Tony Khan was going to sign Wyndham Rotunda Bray Wyatt, it's going to be a secret. It's going to be a surprise. We're not going to expect it. He's a he's a he's a fan. You know, he's a, he's a wrestling fan, and I'm sure he's a lot smarter than that. You look at the way he's running his business. I'm sure you know he knows what he's doing. He's not going to give something away like that. So I still feel like everything is up in the air with Bray Wyatt right now. We don't know what's going to happen. It is speculated he'll go to Impact. It's speculated Braun Strowman will go to Impact. It is being teased. Teased right now that we could see those two. I, for one, I'd like to see Eric Rowan join Impact, you know, reform the Wyatt family. Call it something. You know, um, dedicated to Brody League. This would be something interesting. So I, I definitely see, you know, something happening with Impact. Now, if they do sign Bray Wyatt to AEW, I don't see Eric Rowan joining. I don't see Braun Strowman joining. As cool as that would be, you got to think. Tony Khan, he has a, an, a roster of four already. So don't get your hopes up because I'm sure... That if I if I see Bray Wyatt go to AEW, I'm pretty sure people are gonna say, "Oh, well, Braun Strowman's gonna go next, and we're gonna get Eric Rowan, then we're gonna get a new Wyatt family." I don't believe that. I don't believe that will happen. If anything, if it's gonna happen, it'll happen at Impact. So we'll just have to see what happens. I am excited to see what is gonna happen next, but we'll just have to see, you know, in the next few weeks. Like I said, his 90-day non-compete clause is almost up, so we'll see. In a few weeks, you know, he can go where he wants. But I will keep you updated if I hear anything. You know, if he does debut, I will be doing an episode about it. If anything happens in pro wrestling that is big, I will be, you know, I'll try to be the first to report it. Like I said, with my schedule being the way it is, it's kind of hard. But the topic of today, the title... Of, t of of today will be um, do you think Jeff Hardy will character will go to WWE do you, do you think he will bring this character to life in a company like WWE do you think it will work 
I want to hear your thoughts. I, I want to know what you're what you're thinking about that. Do you think it would work? I, for one, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm just a fan, so I want to hear your thoughts. If you see this on Twitter, you know, please comment. If you see it on Facebook, please comment. I, you know, I want to know what you guys are thinking. Do you think this would work? With WWE being that way it is, do you think it would work? But, but thank you all for listening, guys. You know, have a good day. God bless. Take care.